You are listening to Inside Healthcare, a podcast presented by NCQA. Hi, everyone. Matt Brock here, and you're listening to Inside Healthcare. We have a guest host today, Paige Cook. She's the NCQA Director of Business Development. She chats with Dr. Frank Aluzzi, Chief Medical Officer of CityMD. If you haven't heard of CityMD, it's huge. It has over 120 site practices, and it is the leading urgent care provider in the New York City metro area. They earned NCQA patient-centered connected care recognition for all, yes, all, of their eligible urgent care centers in New York, New Jersey, and the practices out in Seattle, Washington. Now, this conversation will take a look at how they got recognized and how they're coordinating care in a special way across the healthcare spectrum. Let's listen in. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience over the last several years and where CityMD has gone since you've been here? Sure, we're really excited about our growth here at CityMD. We started out as a small physician group opening up urgent cares in uh, upper Manhattan, uh, and we have been expanding throughout the five boroughs in New York City, throughout Long Island, uh, Westchester and Rockland County, and in northern New Jersey. Um, so we've been trying to promote our model of delivering health care in the communities that we serve. And what makes your model of healthcare different from other urgent care sites in the region? So one of the things that was embedded in our DNA from the beginning is we really understood the importance of care coordination um, uh, as a platform that we built the urgent care model on. We understood that we were providing episodic care, but we needed to work within the uh, wider community of healthcare and make sure that our patients, once they were seen by us, were connected into a medical home. And so we performed outreach with uh, partners, hospital partners, and uh, the local primary care physicians to kind of assure them that we were trying to work on their team and we were trying to get their patients back to them. And so I think that model proved uh, very successful because we were able to partner in each of the communities that we served and get patients back to their primary care providers. Excellent. Understanding fragmented care has definitely been a known challenge in the healthcare industry. We definitely don't want to fragment care. Not at all. Not at all. So, Dr. Aluzzi, as far as the decision to move forward with NCQA's patient-centered connected care recognition program, sure. would you be able to speak a little bit about what drove you and what attracted you to this model and your leadership team to move forward with that service? Sure. When we when we were introduced to the uh, NCQA PCCC recognition we really recognized a lot of the things that we were already doing that we felt were the right things to do in, in medicine were represented in the PCCC recognition. So we thought it was a, a natural consequence that we should try and get this recognition just to reflect that we were doing these things that made patient care more seamless. And so we very much look forward to partnering with NCQA, looking at you know what are the population health quality measures that they wanted to look at, what were the things that uh, were important in terms of making sure that patients were connected back to their medical home, and to make sure that the whole healthcare ex uh, experience was a little bit more seamless. So NCQA 
laid out a framework that we were able to adhere to and basically demonstrate many of the things that we were already doing. So this way we can go to our hospital partners or our primary care partners and say, look, NCQA feels that these things are important in order to establish patient-connected care. These are the things we're doing, and we've been recognized by NCQA in order to perform that. It makes starting that relationship a lot easier when you have somebody like NCQA kind of asserting that, yes, this company is doing the right thing and they're trying to operate uh, within the medical milieu. What were some of the advantages that you would say CityMD has experienced since actually aligning specifically with the connect patient-centered connected care standard? Well, one of the advantages is when you go to a hospital partner or you go to a primary care partner and you have that NCQA PCCC recognition, if they're a, a PCMH-recognized entity, they understand what that is. They understand that, wow, this is, it's, it's not an easy thing to get that recognition. You have to do the things that really make connected care possible. And so it kind of opens the door with making those relationships with your hospital partners or your primary care partners that very often you might not be able to establish those partnerships because they might see you as more of a competitor fragmenting care as opposed to being a helpful partner where you can help their their patient population performing you know services when they're perhaps closed or outside their scope of practice. And in terms of the resources and the time that it took to really undergo the recognition process, can you speak with us a little bit about what that was like in terms of the transformation from the great work you were doing before to aligning with the NCQA requirements? Sure. I, I think there's two answers to that question. There was the time it takes to build the infrastructure in order to make sure that care coordination occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of time and effort that went into this. I remember, you know, as one of the early partners, you know, working 14-hour shifts, you know, uh, seeing all the patients. When one of my partners was in, in the back room calling up all the patients from the day before, making sure that all the labs were taken care of and, you know, all the referrals were made. And, and that's how aftercare kind of generated. We realized that somebody had to do the work in order to make sure that uh, patients were were being cared for, that they were getting the information, any information that came in after the episodic visit was followed up on. And that was kind of the genesis of uh, our care navigation team called Aftercare. Um, And we have an entire team uh, that we've subsequently built. Uh, Now we're seeing over 2 million patients a year. And, you know, we have a care navigation team of over 100 FTE that their sole job is to make sure that you know, all of the measures that, that we're looking at, you know, all the, uh, all the uh, lab tests, all the x-rays, all the things that are done at the site during that episode, when the results come back or if they need a follow-up appointment, this team makes sure that all those things occur. So they, they, they make sure that the loop is closed. They, they make sure that the patient is given the information. They make sure that information is, is, is returned back to the primary care physician so this way nothing falls through the cracks. To me, that... That, that investment of time and effort and, you know, the resources necessary in order to do that was much uh, bigger heavy lift, if you will. It was a much heavier lift than, you know, getting the certification from NCQA. Because once you do all that stuff, now it's just a matter of documenting, okay, this is what we're doing. These are fulfilling the requirements that NCQA is, is spelling out in order to be a patient-centered connected care entity. And so... Once we had done that infrastructure, yes, we have a quality team. I have a wonderful assistant, Maud, who pulls out all that data and makes sure that uh, you know, we're collecting the proper data and then submits it to NCQA. You need the quality team in order to assemble that data 
but you really need to put the infrastructure in place in order to do the work before you can you start worrying about uh, you know submitting the data to NCQA. Understood. Lay the foundation first. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that being said, just in the last few years, CityMD has grown exponentially with a large number of sites sure. moving into new regions. And you started with just three sites when you first got recognized yes. with NCQA. Can you speak a little bit to how uh, the process has been for expanding your status sure. across multiple sites? Sure. So you have to start somewhere. And so when we realized that we were going to seek to get the PCCC recognition from uh, NCQA, we started with three sites and we needed to figure out how to pull the data, how to do the things that were necessary in order to get that recognition. Initially at those three sites, a lot of these processes were manual and we had to put, you know, a manager or one of the clinical staff at each site to ensure that all the requirements that were needed to be made were, were being done for those three sites. Once we figured out the operational flow of how to perform those at the site level, the next step was making it scalable. So we had to take those manual processes and somehow automate them, embed them in our EHR, embed them in our operational workflows, embed them in our operational workflows at aftercare. So this way we can automate a lot of the processes that had been manual. And once we did that, we were able to then expand the PCCC recognition to all of our remaining sites. Now, with the fact that you again have grown to uh, over 100 sites in the region, and you've established some very strong relationships with regional systems such as Montefiore, can you speak a little bit about uh, what led to that relationship? Sure. It was really embedded in our DNA care coordination from the onset. And so whenever we move into a community, we think it's really important that we perform outreach in whatever community, whatever neighborhood we do. We hire from within the neighborhood. We do outreach to the primary care physicians in that neighborhood. And we do outreach to the, the, the dominant health care entity in that neighborhood, partially because as an ER physician, I still practice. When I see a patient, I want to make sure that that patient has a landing site of high quality, that they're going to take care of the patient because I can do my job in that episode, but if I don't make sure that they have a landing site, many things you know, fall through the cracks and there can be an adverse outcome. So we wanted to make sure that whenever we go into a specific area or a region, we have a hospital partner, physician partners, and referral partners that are high quality, that are going to take care of the patient, and they're going to basically reflect the same kind of medical care that we do. So when we go into an area like, you know, in Manhattan, we have Mount Sinai as a hospital partner. When we go into the Bronx and we have Montefiore as a partner, we go to them intentionally and let them know that, look, we're seeing the same patients. It really is going to work for both of our benefits if we work together, if if we collaborate on our mutual patients, we understand where the care gaps are, we understand what our strengths are, and this way when we're taking care of each other's patients, we can coordinate care and make sure that the care is more seamless. You know, and Montefiore and, and Mount Sinai have been tremendous uh, hospital partners in the region, uh, and we've worked very, very closely with them on the, the PCCC project. 
Now, you mentioned Mount Sinai and understand that CityMD has now participated in a TCPI uh, effort. Can you speak a little bit about what TCPI is and how CityMD has participated in that initiative? Sure. So TCPI is a a CMS initiative, and the intention with the TCPI initiative was to get people moving from a fee-for-service model more toward an APM-type model where there was more risk. Mount Sinai has... uh, many attributed lives, they have several ACOs, they have a lot of attributed li- risk, and they had applied for the TCPI initiative as they were moving toward an APM model. They recognized in our partnership that we do a lot of uh, population health quality measures, we do a lot of care coordination, we had a very aggressive uh, program to try and reduce avoidable ER admission, uh, admissions. and. Uh, they felt that there was a lot of synergy there, and they invited us to co-apply to the TCPI initiative with them. And so we piggybacked on their uh, application, and we joined them in their TCPI grant in order to coordinate care around you know, trying to reduce costs, identify care gaps within their attributed lives, perform certain population health measures, and reduce uh, avoidable ER admissions. So we were doing this around the same time that we were going for the PCCC recognition, and they kind of dovetailed very, very nicely. So they were a tremendous partner, and you know, we graduated from the program you know, last year. We were very proud of that. But it was a, a nice episode of where a private fee-for-service urgent care company could partner with a hospital entity that was at risk, and it was a win-win for both sides. So, Dr. Luzzi, are there any other highlights you would like to share in terms of the great work that CityMD is doing that we haven't covered? So, one of the, you know, things that we noticed about, you know, going through getting PCCC recognition along with the TCPI initiative was, one, it really gives you a framework to move the needle on quality of care. It, it gives you an incentive to delve into population health initiatives and an urgent care platform. I think urgent care is really uniquely situated in the healthcare environment to affect population health. I understand there were 85 million visits to urgent cares across the country last year. This is really a burgeoning front door of healthcare. And if you can operate that space and then operate as a front door and then connect people into the healthcare environment and get them a medical home. If you can identify care gaps or risk factors, if their you know, family is a diabetic or if they have high blood pressure when they're coming in an urgent care visit for an, a sprained ankle, there's, a, there's a, a chance, an opportunity to intercede and then prevent end organ damage from chronic diseases before they occur. And I think there's a a kind of an untapped opportunity here or an undertapped opportunity in the urgent care environment to really affect population health and really connect people into the medical care home. I think the NCQA PCCC program kind of helps bridge that gap and it identifies the opportunities that lie in an urgent care setting. And I think moving forward, uh, I would encourage other people, other uh, urgent care organizations to strongly consider NCQA PCCC and where their place is in the healthcare environment to try and affect change in this manner. Thank you very much, Dr. Yeah, thank Lee. you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great conversation from Paige Cook. We'd like to thank her for guest hosting for us. And we want to thank you for listening. Before we go, I just want to remind you, take a look. we got some great speakers lined up for Quality Talks 2020 coming up next spring. You'll want to check it out at www.qualitytalks.org. I'm Matt Brock. I want to thank you for listening. We'll see you again, no doubt. 